0: Cardinals. You know, we really were picking the money line. I think a lot of people around America was picking the Cardinals as well, but hey, they let us down. So shout out to Odell, shout out to Matt Stafford and the Rams. Shout out to Sean McVay, you know, scheming up some stuff on offense to get Odell open. Nice little slant touchdown. So yeah, um, that's how we're going to open up the show. Uh, it's Money Man Predictions on the go. Well, money is made Every podcast we got the two hosts, my man, Eddie, too rich and JD Wolf. We are going to discuss, like I said, before I started a good game between the Rams and the Cardinals uh, yesterday. And we're also going to touch on some injuries going around the league. Injury bug, uh, Josh Allen. Uh, Lamar Jackson, see how it's going to affect those teams going forward. We're also going to discuss some uh, a hot topic, uh, Defensive Player of the Year for the NFL. Uh, is it going to be Miles Garrett? Uh, is it going to be Aaron Donald? Is it going to be T.J. Watt? Uh, can Michael Parsons sneak in there, win both of them? Uh, intriguing. Hasn't been done since Lawrence Taylor. So, yeah, uh, that's how we're going to start our show. So, yeah, we're going to dive into this matchup between, you know, the Rams and the Cardinals. So, yeah, how would you feel about this game, man? Uh, Cardinals let us down.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I really thought the Cardinals was going to win this game. I did take them to my super contest and ended up losing. I'm pretty disappointed in them, especially once I heard the Rams news. I really thought that it was going to be a deadlock, but they ended up, you know, Losing and trying to tease us at the end, trying to you know do get back door the camera, kick yeah. and backdoor cover, but they did hit my over yesterday, so I'm not exactly too too pissed off at them. Definitely, but, you
0: did cash on that, yeah, exactly. But definitely, yeah,
1: the whole VIP team cashed out on it. Shout out to mm-hmm. them, you know what I'm saying. We're always putting off for y'all every day, and exactly, you know, yeah. And I mean, let's let's break it down. I mean, Colin Murray, I mean, he threw for 383 yards. But he still had he had two interceptions, which I mean it was great because I ended up advancing in my fantasy playoffs. So shout out to Josh Allen and the Bills, you know. And I was going against Kyler Murray, so he ended up having a stinker of a game, but still had you know a lot of yards. But you know I was really mad about I think I think I wasn't really mad about the, the Cardinals minus uh, two and a half anymore or three. Because, you know, I was more angry at DeAndre Hopkins' performance. Like, you, oh, get, yeah. you get 12 oh. targets. You get, only get five of those receptions. You, make, you take a major drop in a crucial moment of the game. And I was just, it was just embarrassing. I mean, Hop threw his helmet on the sideline. I'm like, dude, keep your composure. You're supposed to be the best receiver in the league. But exactly. I think that title is going to Cooper Cup right now. And that wow. I, it may look like a hot take, but look, man. Listen, man. Thirteen receptions, thirteen receptions off fifteen targets, one hundred twenty-three yards, one touchdown. Like he's literally carrying this team to new heights, man. And he is just—he is just so good. Like I don't even see how he gets open. Like Sean McVay is just a genius at. Just getting this man open, and he's such a playmaker. He's averaging 114 yards a game, 12 touchdowns already. So I mean, this dude is literally putting up great numbers, and I, I think he's he's honestly the best receiver in the league right now.
0: Yeah, he's he's running strategic routes. He runs some good routes, man. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of good that they got Odell because it kind of opens up even more for Cooper Cup to be one on one with a you know a corner. So you know, he's easily getting some easy matchups really basically so yeah uh but yeah, shout out to Matt Stafford, you know, three touchdowns, but what did he did not what didn't he do? Throw interception. So yeah, shout out to the Rams. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, go. But yeah, going forward in the next game, you know, versus the Chargers, the Rams uh what do you think about Odell, you know? He's got a covid right now, so
1: Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And they play, they play Seattle next week and it's going to be pretty, it's going to be pretty interesting. I mean, the defense is terrible in Seattle. So it's really sleepless in Seattle on that defense. I don't know what they're going to do about Cooper cup, but without Odell stretching the field on the other side, it might be actually a little interesting game. So we're just going to have to keep, just uh, keep looking at these, uh, COVID listings that come out and, uh, you know, see if Odell ends up shaking back or is he, you know, vaccinated, unvaccinated? We don't know, none of the player's statuses until, you know, we get a time frame of if they're out or not. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But, you know, I yeah, just, it is
0: I mean, worse than the Seahawks, yes. Mm-hmm. So I
1: got an interesting question for you, JD. Yeah, what's what do you think about the Cardinals going forward? I mean, they looked amazing through the first half of the season. And uh, came in here and ended up losing at home. And, I mean, they got a bounce back game versus Detroit. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to lose or anything. But what do you see – how do you see them finishing off the season?
0: Well, uh, honestly, what – so four games left uh, on the season. Um, I could see them winning three out of three out of four. Uh, I can see them beating the Lions, uh, of course. I mean, I don't think they're going to lose uh, – Possibly they can get some momentum off this Lions game and jump towards the Colts. I don't think they're going to look past the Lions. They shouldn't. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, jump to the Colts game. Uh, it's going to be a tough game. It is at home. Uh, but, like you, you know, like we talked about earlier, uh, the Colts are pretty good on the road, and they're just terrible at home. So, it's going to be tough to see if the Cardinals can beat the Colts. So, I'm predicting them maybe to lose this game and, you know, Uh, I'm thinking that Dallas. uh, I think I think the Cardinals are going to be in a get-right spot after they lose to the Colts, and they could possibly, you know, beat the Cowboys next, and then finally they have that showdown at the end of the season uh, versus Seattle. Um, But yeah, I could see them going three and four, three out of the four, uh, winning three and uh, losing to the Colts. But uh, but yeah, uh, Kyler Murray's going to bounce back, uh, and they could sweep that that are uh, the next four games so uh we'll see but yeah i think the cardinals will definitely definitely give the cowboys a good game it's just it's it's going to be tough for the cowboys to stop an explosive offense and you see what james conner's doing what does he have what is it 17 touchdowns on the season 18 what is it
1: something like that man something like it's insane. that man. I mean, he's, he's
0: he's a touchdown machine he had he had two uh in that monday night football game you know that game we're talking about versus the rams so yeah, and James Conner is a physical, bruising running back. Gonna be trouble for the Dallas Cowboys. I don't care if they got Randy Gregory back. I don't care if D. Laws back. I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm also a football guy. So I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna give you the real. you are not gonna just be all biased because oh, we're Cowboys fan, or you know, because eighty-two Rich is the Giants fan. So hey, uh, yeah, that's that's what I think about the uh, Cardinals going forward. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think yeah. about the Cardinals going forward? Are you, are you going with the same thing, or how do you think about that uh, schedule going forward? Those, uh, those four games,
1: I honestly agree with what you're saying for sure. I could definitely see them sweeping this or going three and one. I could see that indie game being a real tricky game for them, just because uh, off the fact that you know they're 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 playing Detroit. They're probably it's hard to get up for it, and plus they clinch playoffs mm. already if they beat Detroit, they could have clinched playoffs yesterday if they uh, won won yesterday. So they could clinch playoffs today, I mean, next week, and, you know, it could definitely sit starters, you know, start sitting Hopkins, Kyler Murray, or, you know, these other players so that they could be healthy towards playoff time or, you know, not really wake up for certain games just because – or, you know, or they might be motivated to get the number one seed. I mean, that's still yeah, in their future, too. Exactly. So, I mean, that's in the, there's a lot of different ways this team could go. I mean, especially since there's seven teams in the playoffs now that you could, you could, uh, you could have in the playoffs, and only the first seed gets, you know, home field advantage in the, in the, in the first week bye. So now, you know, Tampa Bay and the Cardinals are vying for that spot, and the Packers, and the Cowboys, mm-hmm. too. I mean, Cowboys are one game off. But there's three teams that's 10 and 3. So, I mean, they, that loss was pretty significant for them. And so they're going to have to be motivated and get up for these games And yeah. if they want to maintain that number one spot and really rest towards the playoffs instead of, you know, trying to start sitting starters now and all that all that jazz. So it's going to be interesting to see what these teams come out, how they come out these next couple of weeks. And we just got to monitor it, man.
0: Yeah, like I said, this is the On the Go podcast. Uh, got a live update from your team, uh, Manchester City, bro. Uh, it's five zero. You did call that earlier. You said they were going to get to five. Uh, no, I actually you said you're going to get to seven. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> we will see if Man City can get to seven goals versus Leeds. They scored in the sixty second minute. Uh, so it is five zero leads. Kevin De Bruyne, your guy, he scored for them as well. So yeah. We're gonna move on to the next topic. Uh, we're gonna to talk about these injuries, the injury bug that's going around, going around the league. Uh, we did see um, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. We did see Lamar Jackson getting carted off, uh, had an ankle injury. Um, and you know we know how good he is with his legs and how he uses his legs, especially with Josh Allen as well. He likes to pick up a lot of yards on offense or uh, rushing. And he's – I mean, he's really their main guy rushing. I don't really trust Devin Singletary to do much against any defense. But, yeah, uh, yeah what do you – how do you feel about that, man? How do you feel about these injuries going forward for both teams in the AFC? All
1: okay, right. So, I mean, with – let's start with Josh Allen. Josh Allen has yeah. a foot strain, I found out, because he was walking – he came out with a walking boot. And they are, you know, so far they're 10-point favorites versus Carolina. And I feel like oh. I mean, Josh Allen needs his foot to needs needs his foot to be healthy to run. I mean, because he is the rushing offense, like you said, Devin Singletary. I mean, he he averaged a good yards per carry this week, but if you look at the whole season, the bigger picture, he hasn't really done much for this team. And you know, Josh Allen. He went off last week, like I said. Shout out to him. I mean, he literally carried. He's been carrying me all season. Number one fantasy uh, quarterback in the league, and he is there. Like I said, he's there running, running, running attack, man. And if he's if he's even hurt or can't even really run, then he's just going to be sitting there in the in the backfield throwing fifty four attempts. I don't know if I want yeah. Josh Allen throwing fifty four attempts.
0: He is not a pocket passer.
1: He is not. He needs to – he's a gunslinger, Run, you know, run-heavy offense. So, uh, he needs to depend on Matt Breida. I think they should give Matt up more touches. And, you know, if Zach Moss – you know, incorporate Zach Moss, if healthy, and, you know, Devin Singletary, just keep feeding them. I mean, that's all you got. And upgrade the position at, you know, during free agency. Maybe, you know, even trade for a Saquon type or – you know, get an elite runner with Josh Allen to extend his career. Because if he keeps running the ball, he's going to keep getting hurt. And he, he got a really nice arm. He has good arm talent to be able to throw. But I just don't want him throwing 54 times. I don't care if the weather's good or not. 54 times is too much for Josh Allen. Tom Brady doesn't even throw that much. He threw 46 times, but and still had the same amount of yardage as him this past week. Had more yards, sixty yards yeah, still more. Still
0: getting first downs.
1: Still getting it's first down getting the first down. Downs. It's because Is he's it not 65? a. Yeah, Josh <laughs> Allen's not a schematic quarterback. He's a yeah. gunslinger. He likes to run around the pocket, makes you know, improvise. He almost got a little Mahomes yeah. in that type deal. Play, but yeah,
0: playground football, but we don't slide.
1: Exactly. So, I I mean, I think his injury's big, but. Very big for this team because I don't trust Mr. Bisky to go down there and cover a 10 point spread. Definitely. So, but Lamar, as you see, let's let's sit on the Lamar Jackson injury. So, Lamar, you know, got carted off or whatever. And, you know, he basically messed up my fantasy team from getting a bye because he got Mm -hmm. hurt. I'm I'm kind of pissed off about that. I'm sorry I had to throw that out there. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, Huntley is not a bad replacement he's great value Lamar. Like literally the Ravens went out and said, you know what? Bump RG three. We need to keep, get a quarterback that's similar, that could run the offense like Lamar. They used to have trace McSorley who is mobile and he could throw the ball a little bit. You know what I mean? Cause Lamar, I mean, he, he gets the ball to his receivers. That's not, and, you know, so he, he's going, but it's not that marginal from a, Back up that could run the, ball, to run the offense the same way as Lamar. He just has to have ball security and just make sure he gets up after a big hit. That's what I feel like. And Huntley did that, and he led his team back to a backdoor cover to cover the plus three for the damn Ravens, which I'm mad about because I had Browns minus two and a half. But, look, I'm not mm-hmm. going to bring my personal stuff into this podcast, but... I mean, I feel like the Lamar Jackson injury, you could you could possibly win a game with Huntley.
0: Totally agree. But
1: I don't, and as long as you give him run support and you make, you simplify the offense, I think he's serviceable. I don't trust Smith Trubisky. So if I had to choose between which injury is bigger for either team, it's definitely Josh Allen. He's been in MVP mm-hmm. conversation as a seven and five marginal mm-hmm. back this whole year. So, I think I think he's he's the more important. He, his injury affects his team more going forward. if there's something serious? Hopefully, he could play through it. Because if not, the Bills are gonna fall out. They they might fall out of playoff contention. I mean, they already lost to Davis White. You know, they're they're not getting any healthier. So, I think I think the Bills are more impacted by this injury. But what about?
0: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, man, 100%. Uh, Couldn't have broke it down any better, actually, because, look, uh, Trubisky, there's a reason why he's not with the Bears anymore. There's a reason why uh, he's still, you know, fighting for a good backup job. He's just not a good quarterback. Uh, And when you look at the Bills, you know, of course, Devin Singletary doesn't give them much. They have Matt Breida. Uh, We'll see if they can give him, if he can give them some type of burst on offense. But, Who's going to get Stefan Diggs the ball? Certainly not going to be uh, Mitchell Trubisky. So you know that's Josh Allen and Diggs. They have a good connection. Uh, they have had some timing issues lately. So you know but I mean you know I've been trying to see if they could you know work out the kinks in their offense as well and uh, make sure that their timing is uh, is on because you know Allen has been a little sporadic with his throwing, throwing a couple of interceptions and stuff like that. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how, you know, things go. Uh, you know, because Cole Beasley, he also relies on Josh Allen. Dawson Knox, who's uh, back and finally healthy, is relying on Josh Allen. So, yeah, he's going to be the biggest, you know, the biggest effect to a team because you see what Huntley's doing. You know, playing pretty well against the Browns. He can move. He's very mobile. And Tyler Huntley can run. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, man, he's. He's really, uh, I wouldn't say he has poise in the pocket, but when stuff breaks down, he has the the instinct to say, hey, let me go pick up a couple yards. Oh, let me use my athleticism and get a first down, get my offensive momentum, and we're moving the ball. See, he has that mindset. He's aggressive. You know, he's not scared. He's not scared to throw the ball down the field. You know, people forget, hey, Eddie, who's that who's that? Because, I mean, like, you know, as, as a backup quarterback, you have to rely on someone. You have to rely on somebody to, you know, you know, bail you out, you know, get you a big catch, you know, anything. And also Mark Andrews. They still have Mark Andrews. And I feel like, you know, as far as, like, the system for Baltimore, Huntley fits the system better than Trubisky fits the Bills system. And he, he can excel because he is a mobile quarterback. So, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go with the bills. But yeah, enough on that conversation. Let's talk about something that I have been waiting to talk about and waiting to discuss. Um, yeah, so Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott. I've been saying this before, you know. I really don't think Dak Prescott deserves that money that he's getting paid. But hey, you know, he got it and we're going to we're seeing the demise of it. So look, um Eddie, Dak Prescott, man, like bro, how do how do you feel about Dak Prescott like watching him like these past couple of games and you know knowing that some of the offensive line has been hurt. How are how, how are you seeing Dak progress?
1: Uh I mean, I really see Dak like It's almost like he's still not 100% there yet. It's almost Mm -hmm. like he's scared. He, sometimes when, like, especially, I I, like I said before in previous podcasts, if you hit him early, he's going to, it affects him for the rest of the game. Once he starts getting hit, he gets affected and starts throwing weird passes, starts throwing Mm -hmm. these doodle-arm passes, and he's not confident. He doesn't put his foot in the ground because he's, he's scared about the injury. I mean, when you have a bad yeah. injury like that, man, it takes a toll on your psychology, you know, it takes yeah. it takes a, a toll on your psychology and your mental. And so this is why, you know, you got to go to a sports psychologist and overcome your demons sometimes, mm-hmm. or it's going to affect you in the long run. And so I just, I just think that, you know, especially with this Tyron Smith injury, especially we just got to monitor to see how, we got to monitor to see how uh, it's going to impact him going forward. Yeah, and, definitely. you know, to see how – he, especially if he's out for an extended period of time, I mean, we got to – that's that's going to hurt the Cowboys a lot, even though this defense is Hey, Eddie, I'm going to cut you off
0: right there. I'm going to cut you off right there. On the go, on the go update, Manchester City has scored once again Hey. <laughs> 82 Rich called this, y'all. I'm telling you, be calling some really good plays. He said, Hey, they, they, you know, they'll, they'll score seven. But of course you had the minus five. But look, Man City scores again. Uh John Stones. So, hey, shout out to Man City. But yeah, yeah, back back to the back to the Dak conversation, man. Uh,
1: and yeah, like and with Dak, I he you know, he really got to he really gotta overcome these demons, like I'm saying. And if Tyresnips out for a while. Uh, I'll just monitor Cowboys' futures, and you know, really monitor how they play, because I mean, they have serviceable, they have a serviceable offensive line, they have good depth, but yeah. you know, yeah. obviously, it's not Tyron Smith, so no. protecting you, so and he has to, he has to get it out to his receivers. At the end of the day, I mean, Dak is an average quarterback. He's like, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a Teddy Bridgewater mold game, game manager. He's really a game manager. He has mm-hmm. all the weapons in the world. And he just has now, to get the label?
0: ball. What's that yeah. label we put on him, Eddie? Uh the Teddy Bridgewater and the Dak Prescott's the world. What's that label?
1: What mid?
0: No, no, no. It's it's the other one. It's like uh you know we'd be talking about like how they like play not to lose. What you what you be
1: saying? They don't they don't win or, yeah, basically they don't win or lose you games.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is.
1: It's all about mm-hmm. it's all about it's all about that at the end of the day, and it's all about getting the ball to his playmakers. If he doesn't get the yep. ball to his playmakers, they're not gonna the offense is not gonna move because he's not mm. turning the ball over as much. But he did throw a dumbass pick, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's like, some, that's a pass that he needs to get over.
0: And I think he blamed it on like some like the 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 spacing of the routes or something like that is what I what I was looking at, man. What I read in some reports, like like what. How do you how do you blame that? I, I don't I don't understand that. Like you literally threw it right to uh, Landon Collins. You literally threw it right to the linebacker, like just undercutting that route and just taking it to the crib. Like you had Dallas fans, you know, kind of kind of panicking a little bit. That <laughs> exactly. and you know we stressed out
1: enough. <laughs> it's so, week yeah. fifteen. It's week fourteen, man. You shouldn't you you shouldn't be uh complain about some schematic stuff, especially if you're a playoff team. This team has yeah. this another thing I like to point out. This team has a lot of problems for nine to four, man. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. mean winning winning is definitely the best perfume in the world. Because if you if you hear from like, you know, non non well biased ass Cowboys fans, you would be like, oh this team is just the greatest team ever since 2016. Mm-hmm. You know, compare back to these little you know these these little cowboy playoff teams that went like eleven and five, and they end up losing the first round, second round type deal. Like yep. that—that's—that's what—that's what I fear for this team because hey, I think. This alert? T- what alert,
0: bro? Did your minus seven cash?
1: I think so, yes.
0: bro. Hey, I'm telling you guys. Look, there we go. I live on the go parlay wow. or, or, or bet you know 82 rich calling you know for the vip for the group the minus seven in the manchester city game versus Leeds, and it just hit um oh one of the young players too actually
1: oh, ah. was,
0: okay okay that's how you say it oh a.k.e oh
1: yeah, oh, yeah
0: nathan nathan okay yeah okay yeah okay yeah, but, okay, yeah. so yeah so yeah i mean that hey that's that was a free lob, you know. What I'm saying? So yeah, y'all. y'all tap in. Yes,
1: sir. But yeah, so what yeah. is your what is your take on Dak, and how do you feel about you know either whether Tyron Smith injury or like you know just mm-hmm. just anything as far as like Dak? How far do you think he's gonna take the team?
0: Yeah, man. I mean, and see if you guys out there don't believe us, don't believe the tape that AD just witness just, just said, I'm gonna give you guys some stats. Look. All right. So Dak Prescott's record without Tyron Smith. Now we're going to go this route. We're going to go the Tyron Smith Dak Prescott effect. The effect he has on him. He's 10 and eight. Yes. It's above 500. It's above 500, but he's 10 and eight. Now let's dive deeper into these stats. Let's go underneath. You know, let's, let's, let's open the blinds a little bit. So Okay, he's thrown for four thousand, about 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 five thousand yards, twenty five touchdown. Great, right? Great. Seven point nine yards, uh, the average. You know, per, per, you know per yards, yards per game two sixty eight. It's okay, right? Then you look over. He's thrown twelve interceptions. Now, this is in eighteen games now. Twelve interceptions. Now, what did Eddie touch on early uh, in the podcast? He touched on Dak's mental, the psychology of it, okay? What affects quarterbacks' mental? What makes them shaky in the pocket? What makes them weak in the knees? Sacks, getting hit, pressures. No quarterback wants to get hit. Eddie, look at this stat. 48 sacks. Without Tyron Smith. Mm. In 18 games, bro, that's about three sacks a game. Now, and 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 I'm going to tell you this. Teams aren't just, you know, just teams aren't just like, you know, throwing Dak down lightly. They're, they're hitting Dak. They're going to pop him. Dak's a big guy. They're, they're, they're going to hit him. You know, Dak likes to, you know, scrounge for yards and stuff like that. So yeah, they're going to take, they're going to do whatever they can to get Dak down. And he's been taking some hits, you know, in the season, you know, his shoulder was hurting earlier. So, you know, he still has that mental effect, you know? So we'll see, but yeah, I mean, as far as Dak uh, taking the Cowboys far, uh, I just, it's almost, it's almost shocking for me to say this, but, I'm really not even going to, like, rely on that. I think it's almost time for us to say, hey, we can rely on the Cowboys' defense. Like, and, yeah, it's it's scary for me to say that because, you know, the Cowboys really haven't had a good defense, uh, you know, past couple of years. But, you know, getting Michael Parsons... Has really like propelled them forward like they're top they're 12th in defense of rankings 12. So I mean they're they're amongst the league's uh, better defenses and like they only give up about what 250 yards a game it's not bad 250 yards is bad I mean I mean yeah they they're kind of a bend don't break defense but now that they have Gregory and D Law back, they're kind of finding their form. You know, the, the secondary is not getting exposed. Anthony Brown isn't getting exposed because what the pass rush is getting there. If there's no pass rush, what happens? Anthony Brown doesn't turn his head around. He grabs the defender. Flag. Oh, he, they're gonna throw the flag on him. They don't care. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest, like some of these flags, they they they're they're, they're honest flags. I mean, I know you're going to hate the flags coming down, but he is not turning his head around. So, yeah, look for the Cowboys drafting another cornerback in this year's uh, year draft coming up, uh, you know, to see what kind of cornerback they need because they need someone in the secondary or trade or get someone, you know, in free agency. Who knows? But, yeah, um, I'm going to rely on his defense. Uh, Dak, he's going to need a healthy Tony Pollard. He's going to need a healthy Zeke. He's going to need all five receivers. Yes, yeah, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Cedric Wilson, Noah Brown. He's going to need all five. Dalton Schultz, he's going to need them. And he's definitely, he's, he's definitely damn sure going to need Tyron Smith. He's going to need him. Because I don't know, it's like, Back on that psychology uh, effort of it, bro, that part, it's like, it's like Tyron Smith is his, like, comfort zone. It's like, it's like Tyron Smith uh, just gives him a sense of safety. It's like a safeguard. But, you know, you mentioned that, you know, he does, you know, kind of hold a lot. But, I mean, maybe that is another reason that, hey, you know, Tyron Smith can get away with a lot of holds and stuff and, he just not gonna make sure he gonna get hit. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm really liking this defense, man. So we'll see. Okay,
1: and speaking of defense, let's let's go into this defensive player of the year conversation. Thanks. So, yeah. s- since we're on the Cowboys defense, is there somebody that you like on the Cowboys defense, or are you taking the field?
0: Uh, I mean, I'm going to take the field on and be honest. Like, I know I'm going to rah-rah and talk about Michael Parsons, uh, but we're, yeah, we're talking about regular defensive player, right? Yes. Not, regular defensive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not rookie. Yeah. But yeah, rookie. He's all zone favorite. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to just say, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to take, you know, Michael Parsons. I mean, he's, he's rising fast. I guess his money line has gone from like what, maybe 1400 to maybe like plus 500 400 area. Um, so we'll see, man. Um, TJ Watt, he's a piece. He's, he's still out there, man. He's still doing some good things for uh, the Steelers. Uh, he had a three and a half sack week, uh, three and a half day sack week in week 13. Um, you know, and I wouldn't say he's moving past Miles Garrett. Because Miles Garrett is still like a very dominant player. Um, I mean, did you see that scoop and score touchdown he had like on that strip sack? Like he's he's a monster. Always been a monster. Like, but yeah, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards. I wanted to say T.J. Watt, but I'll lean towards Miles Garrett. Uh, you know, I just I just don't think Michael Parsons is is there yet fully. But as far as rookie, he'll win. But, yeah, I'll take the field and kind of lean towards Miles Garrett. What about you, man? I know you have a interesting take on this one.
1: Man, uh, I think the defensive <clears> player <throat> of the year, man, he played last night. I think mm. it's Aaron Donald, man. He's I, gonna, I think he's going to win four out of the last five defensive player of the years, dude. I mean, last year, I mean, he could even go, go based off last year. Like, I think they were – I think it was T.J. Watt, he had, like, 15 sacks. And he still didn't win defensive player of the year because Aaron Donald was so dominant last year. And, and so – and he only had 13 and a half sacks. He just got – he just got three sacks. I mean, he, has, he had uh, 14 pressures himself yesterday.
0: 14
1: yeah. pressures in a game.
0: Yeah, that's that's wild. He's a he was a menace.
1: And some people thought really... him turning 30 this year was going to slow him down, but no, he is even he's aging like wine right now, dude. He mm-hmm. is insane. And heading into week 14, he was actually fourth in sacks among defensive tackles. And you know, they barely had like six six sacks each barely edging out people and now he's up to 10 sacks 20 qb hits through 13 games and you know and he's going to be the leader at defense tackle once again with 30 pressures and i feel like you know if he keeps going on this tear that he's going on he's and with von miller there opening up things for him I think that he's, he could end up being good value at plus 2,000 right now. And he's yeah. dropping as we go plus 2,000 to almost, you know, 1,500 at certain books. So if you want a sleeper that's not Miles Garrett or T.J. Watt, think about Aaron Donald again. They might as well rename it the Aaron Donald Award if he ends up mm. winning it this year because that's how impressive he is.
0: Yeah, he's pretty good. Aaron Donald is a monster, too. He's been like that, though.
1: Facts. He's definitely been like that. And I think that, you know, he's like, he's not even a, like, he's buff as hell, but he's only like 6'1", foot. I mean, shit, I'm Mm -hmm. taller than him, goddamn. And he looks fucking, you know, like a menace. He's a (laughs) menace on that line. Nobody can't handle him. This This little guy, little buff guy. But he's getting the fucking he's getting to the fucking quarterback and he's doing his damn thing. That's a big dog, man. I don't care. That that, that thing says six foot. That dude's like he plays like he's six five, six nine type shit. Like yeah. he he gets back there and he causes havoc. And I think <laughs> he has a he has an opportunity to continue this, continue this uh little Terry's going on and he might he might get steal it again. You never know. Hey.
0: They remind me of that man Big Thirty talking about I'm five nine but I'm ten feet.
1: <laughs> exactly. He's fucking ten yeah. feet coming at Big this.
0: 30. And, um, Double
1: team, triple team. It doesn't get it doesn't matter. And you have Von Miller on the line and Floyd and Justin Hollins back. Shout out to that boy Hollins from the ag. Yeah. So and Boss too. I respect okay, that yeah, Miles yeah, too. Thanks. Shout out to them boys. But you know, artists, I think it's an Air world, finest, man. You know what I'm
0: saying? It's an errand on the world and we're
1: just living in it. I mean, I like Michael Parsons. He might, he might steal the award. I mean, if he keeps, I mean, shit. Next week he plays the Giants. He might get three sacks. He might get three fucking sacks versus the Giants. I mean, just like how the the city just like how I predicted that City thing, I I would like to see, I think Michael Parsons, I'll be solid. He's gonna get two sacks versus the Giants next week. Or three. He's gonna he's gonna take advantage of Nate Solder. I'm gonna go two just to be safe. I mean, I said City seven zero. You see the score. So I'm gonna go uh, two just to be safe. But yeah, y'all check it out. Sacks. Seven zero. He's getting two sacks. Mm-hmm. I promise you that. He's getting that. So I mean, he might enter in the race just based off that, but I think he's gonna get the defensive rookie of the year for sure. He already got mm-hmm. that in the bag. Yeah, the defensive player of the year, I mean, it usually goes to a veteran who needs that, but I think it's the Aaron Donald Award this year if it doesn't go to Michael Parsons, for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> but, yeah, it's been a great On The Go podcast. I mean, you know, is there anything else, man, we could touch on? Anything else want to give to our listeners right now, man?
1: Oh, man, I, I mean, shoot. As you see, don't miss don't miss no information that we have. We have we have hella information. So subscribe to this, you know, like follow, tell a friend, tell a friend. You know what I mean? And just continue to stream and support the support the game. I mean, come join Money Man Predictions. We cash every day, literally.
0: Yeah, VIP's been going crazy, bro.
1: VIP's been going been stupid. Going follow Money Man Pips on Instagram. To see our highlight reels, we post every week. So, you know, get at us for information. But, you know, until then, man, I don't got nothing else, man. What about you, JD? Anything else yeah, you want man. to say to the mean, audience? Hey, uh,
0: like an easy success story, man. We had, you know, our partner, you know, our other partner in crime, you know what I'm saying, uh, come in and just, you know, cash on the first day. You know what I'm saying? So... Come in, lock in, cash on the first day back, and then cash again. So, it's results. But yeah, that,
1: that's all I got, man. Exactly, and like and like JD said, man, we post results. We're not none of these cappers out here that just saying, oh, we hit this. No, we hit big this weekend with Pena, and you know, USC gang did amazing. So we're going we're gonna to keep this hot streak going and, you know, continue to give you guys good content. So, but that's another episode of On The Go, man, with J.D., Wolf, and Eddie Too Rich. Holla at us, subscribe, like, share it, stream it, love it, and we out.
0: Yeah, we out of here. Shout out to Big Four, Freshie. <laughs> Fresh. Shout out to my boy, man. Yes, sir, we are out. This was the On The Go edition. Another on-the-go edition of Money Man Predictions Podcast, or money, cha-ching, cha-ching, money, dollar-dollar bills, (laughs) y'all, it's made every podcast. Lock in, subscribe, tap that button, tap the little bell. Ding, ding, ding. We out of here.